0: Catch Up Chicago episode 2 Nick, what's popping? Right
1: back at you, yeah feeling good, man Feeling good Good morning I'm great
0: Yeah, it's Thursday March 2nd already Which is craziness It's starting to it's, It showed us a little bit of heat But then it took it away real quick And now it's back to being real cold So, you know
1: yeah, I was out in the burbs last night And it was it was snowing Which was absolutely crazy So I don't, I don't know what's going on out here, man But, uh, yeah you know, Hey, but I, I word on the, the
0: heat wave Word on the street, bro is future they talking about? He dropping number three, the third banger. I think this is rumors though. It's got to be. Nah, There's- I
1: don't know, man. I don't know, man. He might have went in the studio, <laughs> and let all that Russell, uh, that Russell Wilson emotion out of himself, and yo, uh, I think geez, let it go.
0: Low key, that's hurting him. He don't want to. He yeah, don't want to say definitely it. Hurting but him, man. it's definitely, uh, it's definitely hurting. You see, him.
1: after Future showed up to the game in Atlanta um, at like one o'clock in the morning, you know, I guess Future showed up to the game to troll Russell right. Wilson at one o'clock in the morning. Uh, Russell Wilson posted a picture of him, Sierra, and uh, Future and Russell Wilson, or Future and Sierra's kid, right. on a ski hill with a caption that said "Family is everything." And uh, I think that was a Russell. That's that a was, Russell Wilson. That's troll a Russell right Wilson. Right it's a troll move. That's mood? what he does, man. You know, when, you're, when you're a polite guy like that, uh, that's that's the kind of trolls. Like, Let me put a picture up of my family to remind, uh, right? Remind,
0: Mister. I'm, I'm a more I'm wholesome, winning, better yeah. guy than exactly. you are. Exactly.
1: I'm a better guy than you. I'm just, I'm just better.
0: <laughs> Yo, dude, I, dude, are we going to kick it off with this pop culture in the beginning every rip? Man, I kind of fuck I, with I, it. There's
1: nothing wrong with that, man. You got, you got, <laughs> we got to do it for the culture. Got to do it amigo. for the culture.
0: All right, let's get to it, man. Chicago sports, of course, first to kick it off. Um, Bulls played Tuesday. They played Denver. And we absolutely got ran out of the building. Basically, what we did to Cleveland on Saturday, we came home and... Denver did us.
1: Yeah, we got uh we got Jokic too. Uh that dude is a <laughs> that dude is a problem. He had another triple double uh last night after posting up a triple double against the Bulls. Um Yeah, you know, same story with the Bulls, man. It's a tale of uh tale of two teams, you know, it's it's one team when Rondo's in there running the show with the second unit. It's a different team when Jimmy and D Wade are doing what they do. And uh, you know, you're gonna win some and you're gonna lose some playing that style of basketball and uh so that's just kind of where we're at right
0: now yeah absolutely I actually went to the game on Tuesday um my boy Jared hooked me up shout out Jared um, I got a story for you hilarious story actually something I've never seen at any sporting event ever um, but real quick Bulls lost 125 107 that's the the 125 numbers the most points they've given up all year they absolutely was a it was a good back and forth game in the first half and then the second half we got smashed it was it was it was Eerily similar to what we did to Cleveland. Cleveland. It was like I couldn't even like I thought I was like watching a rerun, but it was flipped. Yeah. Um.
1: If, and then the first half, one thing that I noticed really in the first quarter, the Bulls were moving the ball really well. Offense looked really nice. Looked like it was going to be one of those games where the Bulls were going to put up a good amount of points, and uh, you know, it looked like it was going to be a close game. I don't think you can take Denver for granted. They're better than their record. Um, But, yeah, it looked like one of those games where the Bulls are going to be able to come out and do some things. And then, yeah, like I said, the second half was just uh, an
0: implosion. Yeah, absolutely. Denver hit 13 threes, and they're young and deep. Mm -hmm. I was just looking down the bench, and I was like, man, these dudes are all young and all can run the floor, want to run the floor. Um, I was actually – so I was sitting on the left side. I was sitting on the opposite side of uh, the Nuggets bench. And Moutier was on the end of the bench and absolutely knew he wasn't getting in the game. He was talking game. to people in the stands, yeah. like everything. So, I mean, that kind of shows you how young those dudes are if he's not even getting a peak. I mean, he at one point was, you know, a young a young talent coming up that was supposed to make some noise. So, yeah, I mean, Mason Plumlee, Jamal Murray, who's a young hooper. He can ball. He's smooth. Um Jokic. Yeah, Jokic. Jokic,
1: and that's the crazy thing about Jokic. If you watch that game, man, they—I still don't think they fully know how to use him. You know, there's and uh, right. you know it was funny. Funk and King were talking about it. There's really no situation that he shouldn't be touching the ball. on every almost time, every down. possession that they're down there. I mean, the guy, the guy does everything for them. Um, so I just think that yeah, you know, like you said, that that's a team, that's something to watch out for, man. When you're talking about a center that can put up a triple double, uh, run the show you know, rebound, do all yeah. that, um, that, that guy's going to be a problem, especially in today's NBA. So, yeah.
0: And it also warmed my heart to see Jameer Nelson out there still catching Jameer the ball, Nelson. top of the key, firing. Hey, and it was pure as pure as ever. It was, looked like it was St. John. Hey, if they're paying, he's playing. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> so
1: he's, uh, you know, yeah, shout out to Jameer Nelson, yeah. though, man. I've, li- I've liked Jameer since college. Of course, so, of yeah, course, yeah. yeah. Game, throwback game, so shout out Jameer Nelson. No doubt.
0: Uh, yeah, to wrap that up, man, Butler – kind of struggled. That was Rondo played well. That was probably the only guy that really looked like he wanted to be out there playing ball. Jimmy was 3 of 13 and uh that kind of wrapped it up. 125-107 Denver Bulls fall. Um and now we look down the barrel at Golden State
1: yeah a somewhat uh weak in golden state without without Kevin Durant in there but yeah still looking at golden state um tickets still available by the way so I was looking <laughs> to go to that game oh about. you got some 99 bucks you can get to the game you said 99 99 bucks you can get over there man you a real
0: salesman dog you right, not, buddy, even, you're not even you not even going to say 100 no, huh it's no, 99? No, $99, <laughs> man, deal, 99 99 dollars man i got a deal
1: i got a deal for 9999
0: man you a only. you a true you a true salesman <laughs> <laughs> Fam <laughs> said they not, he want 99, 99 for 99 dollars man <laughs> Not um, a penny more.
1: Yeah, so those are available if anybody's interested in going checking that out. Um, but yeah, you got the Warriors. Warriors coming to town. Uh, that's tonight. Yeah, man. KD. Yeah, see how that's gonna go.
0: <laughs> see the thing is, KD's out, so that's obviously. I mean, that's big or better. But I mean, they're coming off a loss. Yeah, I don't remember last time they lost two two back ball games in a row yeah. in the regular season. Well, I know in the last time they lost two in a row. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah if I you do too. if you hear me, <laughs> but I, in too. the regular season <laughs> in the regular season, I man, it's been a while from if I'm if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. If you haven't heard, KD out four to six weeks sprained MCL. Um. They wheeled him off in a in a wheelchair. I saw on uh on Sports Center earlier. Yeah, the Paul Pierce mobile. Man, f- listen, bro. For me to get in a wheelchair. <laughs> To be a professional athlete, to get in a wheelchair at any point, I don't even know, like, how serious my injury would have to be. Like, if I have a super, what is it, what they call it, a high ankle sprain, sprain. give me a boot, like, my leg has to be... Dude, if my leg is broken, give me some crutches. Right. Like, dude, these cats in these wheelchairs, man, like, cut it out, yeah. dog. Yeah,
1: well, I think everybody's trying to reenact that Paul Pierce uh, triumphant <laughs> moment, man. You know, I think we all remember that, and we all we all know how we felt when we saw that. Um, yeah, right, anyways. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah but no, uh, Warriors coming into town, man. And uh, I can tell you one thing that's a guarantee is that Rondo's going to get somebody with that fake behind the backpacks. That he's been running for the last ten years that nobody seemingly can figure out. Every time he does, Dude, that. that's he's my boy, fake man. It and come right back
0: I love him so much. I'm n- I will never say a bad word about Rajon Rondo he or Rajon. Excuse he me. He pulled
1: that out the other night, man, and it was—it's just hilarious. It's a pretty that, tired move. It's that same exact move. Yeah, it's like Harden's euro step. Like you know it's coming, but you really don't know how to defend it. And uh, I mean, he's been—he's been making moves with that same particular move for his entire career, so that's that's a guarantee right there. If that's uh, available on the sports book, you should definitely put your money on. <laughs> Someone's gonna get fooled by that play.
0: Uh, last time we saw Golden State, we lost by thirty-one, but we were missing Jimmy and D Wade. Uh, I think Jimmy was out with a heel injury, if I remember correctly, and D Wade was had an illness. He was a little sick. Um. So yeah, that's the that's the story. So they're coming off a loss. They're going to be coming here ready to play. Um. Man, I guess it just kind of whatever Bulls team shows up, whatever yeah, whatever actually, team feels like that, playing there's, ball. There's, I guess
1: there's no expectations attached to this team anymore. You really don't know what you're gonna get. Yeah, as far as what I'm looking at. So,
0: all right, yo, moving on to hockey, man. I got we got to show the Blackhawks some love because yeah, we we heard we heard y'all out there. And right, we <laughs> we we heard we we heard the people talking. And I mean, Nick brought up a great point to me earlier. He's like, yo, I mean, this is probably the best team in Chicago so there's not there's there's no way we can't touch on them yeah without
1: a doubt I mean especially over the last you know 10 years or so uh you know our most successful franchise so we we, you know definitely want to show some love to the Blackhawks and
0: they got Patty Kane and he was by far the most popular prop on the set oh yeah from uh from Monday everybody's like yo that Pat Kane doll was crazy yeah the plush Patty Kane (laughs) so um dude i didn't see the game i saw the highlights went through uh went through ran uh read the box score excuse me went through read the the recap they won 4-1 beat the penguins at home patty kane had a hat trick that's two of his last three games to have a hat trick so that boy is uh in patty kane form Mm -hmm. so
1: yeah hawks currently sitting uh third in the western conference right now six points behind dallas stars so uh you know, kind of par for the course for the Hawks, man. Yes. Just, you know, gearing I mean, up for another big playoff run. Uh looks like we got about what, nine games left in the season. Um, so yeah, man, just just getting ready. Just yes, gearing up. up.
0: I mean, up. Yeah, yeah, this is when you want to get your goal scores like Pat Kane and those guys going, it's like right now going into the playoffs. So that's good. Scott Darling had thirty six saves. And um Yeah, man, they're they they look like they're ready and from all the experts that I'm reading and going back and forth through with that uh they're ready to rock
1: they been battle-tested team, man. So hopefully, you know the Hawks. Hawks make some noise in the playoffs. We'll be talking a little bit more about them as we get closer to the uh, to the playoffs with you guys. But we don't want you to think that we forgot about these Blackhawks. Hey, we, we know what's going on.
0: Shout out the Hawks.
1: Yeah. Shout out Joel Quinville, mustache. Mustache. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, switching over to the the world champion Chicago Cubs and their crosstown rivals, the Chicago White Sox. If you guys don't know, I'm a Cubs fan. The big dog across from me right now is a White Sox fan. It's been that way since we were shorties. So we thought it'd be cool since we got uh, we got baseball season coming up and we have the world champions are in town from Chicago. They reside at Wrigley Field. We were talking about, since now we both, both teams have a ring, how it felt, to, we were going to kind of reflect on how it felt to see the other person's I guess, rival winner ring. So I'm going to kick it off just because mine goes back farther to, to, to 05 when the White Sox won. Back then, man, I was way more gung ho about just like this crosstown rivalry. And now I'm more, it's just like, hey, man, if Chicago's winning, I'm all about it. Like, let's get it. But at that time, it was, you know, half the homies, Edder, Brett, all those dudes were, were White Sox fans. And then it was me, EJ, and a couple other folks that were Cubs fans. So we you know we kind of we kind of went back and forth, and I've done the cross town rivalry a couple times. It's very entertaining. Everybody, BB cup. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dude, people get into it, man. Yeah, people people are yeah, people are really fun. about I've it. I've been so. a couple
1: of times. Definitely a lot of fun, man. Yeah.
0: So take it back to 05. I was going into my senior year, or um, no, I was a maybe I was a senior. I think I was a senior. I was a junior or senior in high school.
1: Yeah, I was my freshman year of college. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So I was a senior in high school. And um It actually helped because you guys were gone and I didn't have to hear you guys' <laughs> mouth about it. Actually, I only had to deal with hearing Omar, and you know how that that could get out of hand quick. Anyway. But um I just remember being like, Man, I can't believe these dudes are really like this. Like these boys are nice and they're not like that playoff run, was it? You had one loss in one the playoffs loss, that yeah. year, right? And it was like, man these dudes are the real deal right but it was like you know that feeling like okay we're gonna get to the we're gonna get to the World Series and they're gonna you know maybe 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 cough it up maybe not and it just wasn't meant to be and I actually remember vividly where I watched a ton of the games and I actually watched them with uh our boy that works on the podcast with us AJ because he was supposed to go to Tulane that year do you remember this yeah and Katrina hit Katrina hit him yep so he had to transfer. To his first semester was at Northwestern. So I'd go over there and kick it with him all the time because he was still in Chicago. And we, and I watched, uh, I watched you guys win the World Series in one of his boys' dorm rooms. And I remember sitting down and being like, "Damn, dude, we're gonna hear these dudes' mouths forever." <laughs> and um, yeah, I wasn't really happy about it, but you know, it was. Uh, now that we both got a ring, it's like a little, it's a little bit of, a little bit of a different story. How is it for you seeing the Cubs? Just well, you kind of knew it was so, coming, though. We yeah, you guys were a little more out of the.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, no, I mean, yeah, ours, ours was kind of out of nowhere. If you look at that White Sox team, though, we did have the best record in baseball for a lot of the year. So, I mean, we were a really good team. Uh, the Cubs thing, man. Um, so, yeah, just a little background, man. Same thing with you. I think back in the day uh, when I was younger, I was a little bit more gung ho. About the rivalry, you know, I, I I really didn't like the Cubs. I didn't like Cubs fans. Just you know, growing up on the north side and not being a Cubs fan, you know, you were kind of always like an outsider um, to all that Cubsness that was going on up the street. <laughs> the Cubsness, all the Cubsness that was constantly <laughs> going on up the street, all the Cubby blue, this and that. Right. And uh, for me, you know, I was always like, you know, I'm not gonna associate myself with a loser like that, even though my team hadn't won a title in eighty something years. Um, right. So, you know, for me, it was just always all over the place, and I just couldn't stand the Cubs. Every time I went to Wrigley, I got into some type of problem. It was just always crazy. <laughs> I've always enjoyed myself at Wrigley. Don't don't get it twisted if you haven't been, um, which is crazy. But if you haven't been, you know, obviously need to get out there. But, um, yeah, you know, I just wasn't a huge Cubs fan, man. And then it was crazy watching this year um, and just kind of following the team I'm not going to say that I started rooting for them, but as it started going Deep along. Deep down,
0: you did. Though. Yeah,
1: as it started going along and, uh, you know, the playoffs were coming down and they were really winning and it looked like this could be something, because I think everybody thought it was kind of a year away and this right. kind of came, came a lot faster than what people thought. Um, I found myself not rooting for them but wanting them to win. Um, you know, I just think it was a good feeling for the city um i kind of felt a sense of relief once they won just that it was just kind of over with um there was something that didn't have to be talked about anymore um and just even though i'm not a cubs fan i I had this weird sense of relief it seemed like a good group of guys um you know it seemed like the young players i liked them yeah Um, for sure you know good group of guys uh I wouldn't root for them again. I don't think now that it's oh, over. Now that it's no, over, no. it's like, like it's, yeah, this year, okay. I wouldn't be like, yo, I want the Cubs doing right, it again. Right, you know, but, right, but while right. it was happening, man, it was such a good thing for the city, and especially at that time. I mean, everybody knows what was going on October, November. Um, you know, there was just a lot of craziness going on right. in the world, and that Cubs, that Cubs thing, just kind of leveled everything out, man. So I, I felt, a, I felt a good sense of relief with it. I will say this, man. I think some of that good guy narrative with the Cubs after a while got corny. I think Joe Madden is a bit corny. I'm gonna go on record. And go ahead and say that. Yeah. To you. I think Joe Madden's a bit corny.
0: What his um, antics, like his just, costume yeah, parties only, and all that know, stuff? I
1: get it. You know, it's cool. It, it's funny, man. You know, whatever, whatever. But um, it just got the whole the David Ross thing. Got I, I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, it was a lot. It was bro. a lot, bro. It was, and I get it, man. Like this, is, the Cubs don't get a lot of opportunities to have that kind of attention on them, so they're gonna yeah. exploit. Every single, you know, angle that they can, man. Again, it was a great thing for the city, man. I mean, if you went to the parade, the parade was crazy. The yeah. city was buzzing. Dude, that definitely I mean, was there, yeah. Yeah, it was awesome, man. It was amazing. Was it was the third largest public gathering in the history of the world or something like that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so, I mean, I think, it was awesome, man. But, like, I, I can't say that I'd turn around and now I'm a Cubs fan or I'd root for them right. again. I want them to lose right. this year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Yeah. I, I will. I, I'll agree with you on this. That, I understand, like, locker room guys yeah and he was a locker room guy that also made some big plays at he hit that at, bopper at a lot at bopper <laughs> he hit that bopper, he, did hit that bopper. <laughs> he made a lot of he made a lot of big plays <laughs> in key spots but man like you know how you hear about all oh, locker room guys like there's you know they're good for the team for the psyche everybody loves them Man, I've never seen anything like that before, never, dude. Man. They loved that yeah, they guy. They gave him a
1: job last week. Yeah, bro. Like he was a job he, was, last he, wasn't week. he wasn't
0: even around long. Yeah, he was around two you, years. You would have thought... Years you years Lester came. Yeah, you would have thought he was a Mark Grace, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. 16, seven yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like,
1: right. So, yeah, it was... Finally, uh, we're sending Rossi out
0: with one. Like, right, hold on, man. I don't like, like, even yeah, know this hold guy. On, right. <laughs> 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 He's like the like, third or fourth catcher. yeah. right. He's a personal catcher at John Lester. Right, exactly. But, hey, man, you... Hey, I've, I've played team sports, but obviously never on that level. So, yeah. I mean, it there it must be.
1: I mean, those guys seem pretty genuine about it, man. It seemed like he had a good impact on those guys. It just, you know, after a while, then it, it got tired. It was just like, all right, man, we get yeah, it, man. It, right. it was just so, like, it was just corny, man. It was just corny, was just corny after a while. But, yeah. again, I'm not going to underscore the fact that I did want them to win, man. There's a lot of negativity out in the city of Chicago, obviously, and they brought a lot of positivity. I mean, it's it's crazy still to this day just walking around. This will be like this for a while the people you see in cubs hats, man. I mean, you might see this person who's completely different than this person and they're yeah. both wearing cubs hat. Yeah. They kind of see each other and it's like, you know, that whole thing, man. I'm not a part of that. I'm not getting a cubs hat. But right. um it's cool, man. So I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say Where you and were you at
0: man, when they uh, when they sealed it up?
1: I was at home when they sealed it up. So yeah. I was watching it uh I was watching it with my girlfriend. Yeah. And I honestly um once all that stuff started happening in game stuff, so I think that Raji Davis home run yeah. I looked at my girl and I said, "This is it. This is uh, this is the Cubs unraveling." I right. was like, "We're about to watch something. Dude, 100%. Here. We're about to watch fully what we, you know, I fully." And that's how bad it's been with the Cubs. I fully expected that to go as bad as possible.
0: Well, I mean, it did. To be honest, bro, they tied it up like we yeah. were in trouble, man. Yeah. So like, yeah, it was. Uh,
1: I was just waiting. You're always waiting for that other shoe to drop, and that was yeah. That's kind of where I was on that one. But right. I watched the uh, the NLCS. I was in LA. Um, yeah. And, you know, at my buddy's place. And I was with a bunch of Cubs fans. And, uh, you know, it was just good, man. When you're with a whole bunch of Cubs fans and you're about to go out, you don't want them to lose. Right, of course. Yeah, yeah. Right. so, you know, just kind of seeing the jubilation of everybody's face and, you know, everybody's just celebrating, man. It was uh, it was great.
0: Dope. Yeah, yeah, man. I still can't believe they won it. It was great. I was in Wrigley. I was at Deuces and Diamonds. Right oh, yeah, on, you were right in yeah, yeah, right. the thick of it. Did you get yourself a
1: $300 table? Um...
0: <laughs> the people that I was with had had a little had a little setup, yeah. so I met up, and. Uh yeah, we had a good time, man. It was it was worth it, man. I I, I could say I was
1: I was on the street. You were there, man. Dope. You yeah. were on the street, man. And you you know had lost saying? faith for a while too, right? I mean you were a diehard oh, and dude. You, they, they had they, crushed me they so, so they had much, crushed yeah. me so
0: many times. Like it was yeah, so it was it was good to see that, you know, yeah, they finally came through and all the you know, all the rest of the people was, was all about it. So Um one other thing on that I
1: wanna say, man. You know no one enjoyed the Cubs winning the World Series more than my man Javi Baez.
0: It's my boy. Um,
1: I don't know if anybody else noticed. Every time you look up, Javi Baez was somewhere. You turn on the TV, Javi Baez yeah. is doing an appearance over here. You hop on his Instagram, Javi Baez is taking a private jet to over That's here. That's my boy. You turn on the Bud Billiken parade, Javi Baez. <laughs> <laughs> Javi Baez is the grand marshal. You know what I'm saying? Like, if anybody enjoyed Marshall. winning the World Series the most, it was Javi Baez. Yo, he was getting if, it in left and right.
0: Did you see? He just got the, he got uh, he got the World Series like the like the Chicago, like the Cubs. Championship logo on his shoulder? Did he? Yeah. yeah,
1: Javi Baez was getting it in, man. uh He's, he's probably due for a really bad season after spending oh, the entire Relax, the entire winter bro. just getting Relax. it in. Javi Baez might show up about 280 <laughs> with a couple kids. <laughs> 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 Talking about Joe, I need Thursday yeah. off. <laughs>
0: nah, bro, that's the smoothest yeah, cat I, Javi Baez,
1: like, He was just getting it in, man. Everywhere. I even. I even. It was funny, man. He was at the Sprint store, like. Oh yeah, three blocks away from us, and people are calling the store like, "Yo, is Javi Baez gonna be at your store?" I'm like, "Not that I know, of, but that'd be pretty cool." You. <laughs> um, so yeah, shout out Javi Baez, man. I I know you enjoyed it, man. Just just get back into camp and uh,
0: yeah, start feeling some ground balls. Let's get it. So let's switch it over to national. Touch on that, and I I thought it'd be an interesting conversation to talk about the NBA Rookie of the Year. So, the NBA Rookie of the Year. Is, is not wide open, but there's not a lot of people in the running. No. If you've been following hoops at all, you know uh, Trust the Pro- jo- Joel, trust the process, Embiid the process. <laughs> has been hooping out in Philly. He just went out for the season, and the, the argument is, should he still be eligible for the Rookie of the Year award? Now, technically, per the NBA rules right now, he is eligible, will be eligible, and will be up for voting when the ballots are released. So I guess my question is I'm I'm gonna run through some of these numbers and I and I want to get your opinion, Nick, on if he should win, if he should even be eligible, what should we do going forward if something like this happens, yeah. should we just not give it to anybody if nobody's doing anything? Like what what do we do here, right? All right. So Joel Joel Embiid has been in the league three years and this year he played thirty one games. He's out with a left knee meniscus. In three years, he's played thirty-one games. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. So he's out, left knee meniscus, out for the rest of the year. Now he was hooping when he was playing, balling, balling. Yeah. What'd you say his per? Uh,
1: I think his per thirty-sixes were something like twenty-six and sixteen. Yeah, and like, like four point five blocks. They had him on a minutes it was restriction, something ridiculous. Yeah,
0: right. They had him on a minutes restriction. He couldn't really. When he was out there, he was doing his thing, and they'd they peel him off, yeah. so something like this wouldn't happen. I mean...
1: And it was the way he was getting it, too. I mean, the guy had a... I mean, yeah, he was scoring from all over the place. He can handle the rock and shoot a little bit. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's legitimate, you know, 6'10", 6'11". Yeah,
0: no, no doubt, exactly. He, um, he kind of fell a little awkwardly, just twisted up his knee a little bit, shredded it up, and I guess the meniscus was worse than they thought. With uh, you know, with only a couple of games left, twenty, they twenty, just, they just want to get another top pick. <laughs> that could that could be it too. <laughs> that could that's part of it. I can promise you. Actually, they're not. We're not going to take any risks. Uh, go ahead, Shelvin.
1: Second note, second rounder. Let's uh, let's let's shut down Ben. Let's shut down right. Joel. I mean, they shut down Ben Simmons this week too. Yeah. So.
0: Little awkward fall, twisted up his knee. He's gone. It's, I mean, good thing for for Philly and him because I, I like him. I root for him. That is, he had a his the reason he was out for the a year plus, almost two full, was that his foot was he had a bad foot. It's some was a foot problem. So at least it's not that. But so he's played in thirty one games, and he's been cooking. I want to say, I don't know. I don't have his numbers up, but playing really well. And something like 19 and 11. Yeah, it was something like that. It was like 19 and a half and 11 boards a game. Mm-hmm. So I, I I pulled up a couple people that have won the rookie of the year and th- that have played, I guess you could say, year shortened year shortened by injury or whatever it was. I got Patrick Hewling, 85, 86. He only played 50 games. And I, uh, I got Brandon Roy from 06, 07. God, he was so good. Uh, he only played 57 games. He won Rookie of the Year oh six, oh seven. Mm-hmm. So So they didn't have a problem giving it to those guys, but Embiid only played 31. Do you think he should be eligible?
1: So, yeah, and I, for me it's not necessarily the question. It, it, yeah, no, I don't. Um, you know, no, 50, you don't. I don't. I don't.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: 50 games, um, you know, you talk about Ewing playing 50 games, that's fine. You can actually have a situation where a rookie – You know, starts off the season they're not that good, but as you work them into the rotation, you know they might end up playing fifty games. You know, we don't know what happened with Patrick Ewing that he played fifty games. The thing with Embiid is this, man, and and for me, it's two things working against him. Uh, Number one, while he is a rookie in the sense that this is his first year playing basketball, it is his third year technically in the NBA. Yeah. Um. So you know, which shouldn't you shouldn't hold that against him, but when you mix that in with the fact that he's only played in thirty one games this year. I think you're really doing a disservice to the other rookies that are out there um, and not giving them a look. So, you know, you look at a guy like a Malcolm Brogdon who is playing on Milwaukee right now. Milwaukee's three games outside the eighth spot in the playoffs. Right. Brogdon's playing a huge role for them. Uh, he's their backup two guard. He's averaging 10 points a game.
0: We're pretty high on Brogdon. Huh? Really high on Brogdon. Yeah. 10
1: points a game, four assists. Playing outstanding defense, putting LeBron James on posters, um, just a really good player. <laughs> I mean, he's put a couple people on the poster. Yeah. Like, don't sleep on Malcolm Brogdon; he'll, uh, he'll 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 do it to you. Yeah. Um, or you know, you look at someone even like Joel Embiid's teammate Dario Saric, uh, putting up you know 11 and six, playing in all the games. Um, I just think it's hard for Embiid, especially because he will not play again this year. Um, and even while he was playing, you know, he'd play here, then take off the next game. Well, is 20, 20
0: games enough for someone to make an impact? To
1: Not for me, man. I think you got to play a little bit more. Um, here's the thing. If this rookie class wasn't so bad, would this even be a discussion?
0: No, but it is this bad. And just like you said, he's averaging his per 36 is through the roof.
1: They're ridiculous. But he's going to play in less than half the games this year.
0: That's true, too. You know, even look at
1: 50 games, that's, that's you know, that's what, that's 55, more than 56% half, yeah. of your yeah, games. I mean, you're talking yeah, right. about a guy who's playing in 31 games. Um, so
0: you think there should be, like, a minimum threshold for games played in the in the year? In my
1: what? mind, you should play at least half a season. Yes, I mean, I if, mean you're, if you're going to get like that, it's not, and, you know, the thing with the, the rookie of the year, it's not like the MVP where it's measured on, like, impact of your team. You know, because if you're looking at impact of your team, you're definitely going to look at a guy like Brogdon because their team's in somewhat of a playoff race, you know, things like that. Um, And then the 31 games, obviously you can't impact your team over 31 games like that. I mean, he's
0: going for 20 and 8.
1: Yeah, 20 and 8. So, I mean. And two assists
0: in 25 minutes. Two dimes.
1: No, man, he's really good, man. I'm huge on Joel Embiid right now. Um, I just, for me, it's hard to put him in the rookie of the year discussion knowing he's going to miss. Put it this way, he's going to miss 51 games. Yeah. He's going to miss 51 games.
0: And he's, um, he's going to win rookie. And he's in, he has a very good shot at winning rookie,
1: winning rookie of the year. I think you got to look at a Brogdon. you got to look at a Sarich. Um, you know, I, I just don't think that he can win that award. Anymore. So
0: going forward, should the league put some type of, like, minimum game? No. Type of thing on it? Or just...
1: No, I'm anti league adding adding all types of caveats to everything. <laughs> you never know where that's gonna go you're gonna set a bad precedent. So no. Um, but I just think that, you know, if you're a writer, whoever it is that votes on these things, I mean you should you should look at it. And look at the whole thing, you know, and how, how was his season and he, he's gonna miss fifty one games.
0: Yeah, it's true. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, um but you know, and I think that's just a bigger indictment on how bad this rookie class is, just going through the top ten right here. Ben Simmons hasn't played. Brandon Ingram, not ready. Yeah. Jalen Brown has actually turned into a player on Boston, um, but they're so deep that, you know, he doesn't have to be great. He so actually played well tonight against Cleveland. Dragon Bender, I, I have no idea if he's doing anything on Phoenix. Chris Dunn, I know they're waiting for him. Buddy, just got traded for DeMarcus Cousins, so I yeah. guess he's doing something right. Young boogie. Jamal Murray cooking the bulls the other night. Um, then you got Marquise Chris, Jacob Poldel, and Thon Maker um, went 10th overall to Milwaukee, so. Thon. Big Thon, um, Big Thon, so best, you, best YouTube player ever. <laughs> Don, he's, he's, he's in the YouTube Hall of Fame, bro. I remember my boy Ball is Life Mac- Hall of yeah. Fame. Huh? He sent me a Thon Maker clip like five years ago when Thon Maker was allegedly 14 years old and he was like seven feet running the point. Um, so Thon Maker, YouTube all star. So if he turns into something.
0: YouTube all star. But
1: yeah, I think it's just yeah, it's it's not so much an argument for the other two guys as much as it's just saying that 31 games, um, it's it's not enough.
0: All right. I hear you, bro. I My final answer is that. What do you think? It's tough. It's a tough call, but, I mean, it's tough to – yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, you can't really give it to him, but you can't – yeah. I think – see, like, you don't want to put, a, like, a games minimum on it. I mean, if you come out and play 20 games and you go 25-7, and seven, you shouldn't be able to win it. Right. Like, and that's kind of what's happening right now. Right. So – Uh, there should be some type of a minimum on it uh, uh, of some sort. But, yeah, it's tough to call. I also don't want someone to win it that's averaging 8-5 and either. So, I mean, like, you know what I'm saying, shelf it. So just no rookie of the (laughs) year this year? (laughs) Ain't no rookie. Ain't nobody (laughs) balling. You know what I'm saying? Like, forget it. Like, give it to Isaiah Thomas.
1: Give it to IT4. Just because. Isaiah Thomas for the culture, man. Just because,
0: dude, just because he's not going to win anything this year. Maybe we should just give him the rookie of the year. Why not? Just just scratch out the rookie. Just put. Pick me last again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Balling last night.
0: Yo, real quick. I got to tell you this story <laughs> about at the Bulls game on Tuesday. Never seen anything like this before in my life. I'm sitting in my seat. The guy in front of me is not a big dude. He's probably like 185, like right. regular, right. you know, standard brother. Like him and his boys were kicking it. They were actually a fun group in front of us. He's sitting down in his United Center fold-up chair, bro. All
1: those nice little red ones? On his
0: red joint, Benny the Bull's off in the distance. His seat collapses, bro. Just falls down, bro. <laughs> it just comes Disintegrates, the bottom, the bottom, bro. <laughs> it's just gone. Dude, the whole bottom ex- exploded and fell to the ground. And he had to, like... And first off, how I, do you get up? I don't even know what ha- I looked around like. What happened? Yeah, yeah. Like, did then? So I realized his chair just broke, and he did the like put his elbows yeah, on man, the armrest, and he had he like wiggled up, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Yo, man, you need to." Uh, you need to fill out an incident report Absolutely. or something and start yeah. grabbing your back. Yeah, I need Warriors tickets. Right. Yeah. Season <laughs> joints. Season. Ninety nine. I need Warriors tickets at Oracle. <laughs> yeah, at like Oracle, <laughs> yeah. Forget about forget about the United Center. So yeah, that was uh <laughs> that was something I'd never seen before. His So ch-
1: what ended up happening? what they do? They the, the gu- bro, guest he, relations he, came and got him or Bro,
0: he literally guest relations came and picked up the bottom of the chair, like the seat. Yeah. Mission, took it away and he just moved up a seat, and that was it
1: no type of they didn't even give me popcorn dude they didn't give
0: him nothing bro oh bro no i would have been up in there like man that. i would have been wild my, my out, back would have hurt man, my I tailbone would have been, been out of there dude, I, I can't go to work aisle. tomorrow <laughs> i don't know what's going on dude, i would have fell in the aisle dude and not to mention we were down 20 at the time <laughs> yeah, like nah i need a nah, refund everything
1: i spilled this drink all over my brand new <laughs> pants man you guys i need something needs to be done somebody needs to answer for this yeah man
0: yeah yo thursday this is our first Thursday show, first audio only show. We're gonna be back on Monday with um with uh the show the the, the YouTube live on air. You could call it. Hey, the, the Chicago sports season is gonna heat up here pretty soon with 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 the Bears coming up, the Cubs are coming up, Hawks are gonna make a deep run in the playoffs. The Bulls hopefully can sneak in there and get the seven, so we can play Boston. I think that could be a fun series yeah exactly so um it's about to heat up man stay tuned stay locked follow us up at no catch up chicago subscribe no uh no no catch up chicago on youtube all that leave the
1: comments let us know what you guys want to see again appreciate everybody tuning in man yeah, yeah.
0: hey have a good weekend